0: with the praise dancers. They're going to help me illustrate what we are trying to, to say. We are still dealing with the family series. We are still dealing with um, God's teaching us the importance of family. We are in Genesis chapter 3. We finally got out of Genesis chapter (laughs) 2. We are in Genesis chapter 3. And we are dealing with the fall of man. The fall of man. This morning I saw... Deacon James Dean, amen. Amen. amen, amen, came to see his granddaughter baptized, and Sister Dean. Sister Dean here too, yes. amen, yes. you've been hiding from me, you've been hiding, give a shout out to the Deans, yes. good to see you all, amen. Genesis chapter 3 beginning in verse 1, and it reads as such in our hearing. Now, the serpent was more cutting than any beast of the field, which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Has, has God indeed said you shall not eat up every tree of the garden? And the woman said unto the certain serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, You shall not eat it, nor shall you touch it, lest you die. Then the serpent said to the woman, You will not surely die, for God knows that in the day that you eat of it, your eyes will be opened and you will be like God knowing good and evil so the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was pleasant to the eyes a tree desirable to make one wise and she took up its fruit and ate she also gave she also gave to her husband with her and he ate then the eyes of both of them was open, and they saw that they were naked, and they sold fig leaves together and made themselves coverings. And they heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to Adam and said unto him, where are you? He said, I heard your voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked and I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree which I commanded you that you should not eat? That's enough. Lord, even now, Lord, even now, Lord, even now. Give increase where increase is needed. Give power where power is needed. Or speak to us. Or speak to us. Father, if you will, speak to us. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen. The fall of man. Up to this point, we've been dealing with the, the apparent paradise that Adam and Eve enjoyed. We see how God has formed everything, how he, he spoke and everything out of nothing came into existence. Ex-hilo. Ex-hilo means out of nothing came everything. He is the creator of heaven and earth that God didn't need anything. He existed before anything else existed. But God wanted to share himself with somebody else. Listen, our God is so sufficient in himself, he don't need nobody. Before there was anything, there was God. God has always been and will always be. He's God. He is God all by himself. God was so good that he enjoyed himself. <laughs> but God wanted to share himself with someone that could understand him, can identify him, that could rejoice with him, that could praise him, that could. He started with making the heavens and the earth, and then he went and started making the animals, and he spoke into the air, and birds appeared in the air. He spoke to the ground, and animals raised up out of the ground. He spoke into the sea, and that fishes and the whales developed in the sea. That element that they was formed in was the very element that they needed to survive. If you take a fish out of the ocean, it surely would die. If you clip the bird's wing off, it surely would die. If you move the lion out of the jungle and put him in the sea, he surely would die. But when it came to man, he didn't speak. God laid his hands, and and the Bible says that he Four men out of the dust of the earth had a man that asked me, he said, Wait a minute, wait a minute, why are we any different? He said, Because human beings, if you take their skin, they are 98% the same as animals. Uh Listen, the animals are from the dust, we are from the dust. But after God formed us, he didn't stop there. You know what God did? He breathed into our nostrils. See, the difference between us and animals is not on the outside. It's on the inside. So don't buy what they say that we look like monkeys. You may look like a monkey, but you're not a monkey. We didn't come from the apes. Why? Because God breathed in us, and man became a living self. God made us in his image that we could have fellowship with him, that we can worship him, that we can know him. And when you move anything out of its element, it dies. There was in paradise. We can't even begin to imagine how good it was. Have you ever had a radio that has static? Have you ever had a TV that it couldn't get the station that you want and you could barely see the picture? Everything down here is static. We do not enjoy anything in its fullest sense because we are in after the garden. We are here after Genesis chapter 3, which means that even at your highest joy, you don't know what joy really is yet. Even your highest peace, you don't know what heaven is going to be like. We got a a little bit of it, but we don't got the whole thing. Adam and Eve enjoyed everything. They was in perfect harmony. But wait a minute, the devil got busy. Isn't it just like the devil when everything going to swell, that he get busy in our lives? Isn't it just like him to mess up God's plan? All oh, God told him was one thing. Don't eat up the tree. Matter of fact, nothing happened when Eve ate. It happened when Adam ate. But wait a minute. I don't think y'all getting it. I don't think y'all see the picture yet. I think I need some help. Come on. Help me to paint the picture. He speaks. And the animals out of the ground rise up. He speaks into the sea. And the fishes begin to swim. He speaks. And it was fouls in the air. But then he rolls up his sleeves and he gets busy. And he begins I to form man out you. of the dust of the earth. And Adam enjoys Don't God when God breathes into his nostrils. I want to feel. I want to feel you. I need I need to hear you. His everything was God and God showed him the animals and gave him dominion over all the animals in the sea and in the land and in the air and they obeyed him and Adam named them. He enjoyed, he was raptured but then God showed him the tree in the midst of God said, don't eat. One command, one law, Just one, God laid him out and reached into him, pulled out the red, and Adam was asleep. Stop, freeze. He not only just pulled out a red, he pulled out something out of man, part of his personality, part of his nature, part of something that Adam at first had God when he made Adam I believe he put the woman inside of Adam Why because there is a connection it's a puzzle that fits together And if you're going to fit something together and make it work right you start with the whole then cut out the pieces He started with the whole in one, then he made the one two. Adam was asleep. I believe Adam was asleep, so Adam had nothing to say about what God was going to do with the wife he was going to bring him. That's why a man can't marry a man. That's why a woman can't marry a woman. It don't fit. Doesn't fit physically doesn't fit emotionally just does not let's dance God takes what he has taken out and he begins to build an architectural word he builds, he fashioned Eve, he fashions her, then he brings her it's the first marriage y'all her first experience is God, not Adam. Her first experience is God. And she is happy with God. Adam sees Eve and he instantly knows that this is for him. And in the Greek and Hebrew, and he says, Wow, you are bone of my bone. You are flesh of my flesh. You are a woman, for you was taken out of me. Perfect harmony. Perfect harmony with God in the midst of them making everything one. Two become one. But Satan been working in the background. Freeze. Since he could not get into the mind of Adam and Eve because they were not open to To evil. There was a guard over their hearing. It was a guard over their thinking. They could not, he could not get in. They were not open to evil. He had to get into an animal in order to speak into the ear of Eve. Uh The temptation that we face, they did not have because they were not open to evil he had to get into a animal in order to speak because he could not get into their minds they were not made sinful they were made holy the only command God gave them is don't eat of the tree of knowledge see God don't want us to be robots he want us to love him because we want to He could have made us, made us robots, make us obey, but that's not real love. See, when you know Jesus, when you know God, you want to serve Him. You want to be right. You want to do right. When you really know Him, He's just that good. We may struggle, but when you know Him, there's a want-to inside of you. Sin breaks your heart. Sin breaks your heart. Sin. Eve was deceived. Adam was there with her. Why didn't he step up? I don't know. Why did she turn the conversation over to Adam? I don't know. All he had to do is say, move Leave and Satan had to leave because Adam had dominion. Yeah. Amen. Let's dance. You calm the storm. You calm the storm. You give me Look what happens. Free. We move into the future. We're not back in Adam and Eve time anymore. We're in today. It was the Pandora box that was open that caused broken relationships. We've been hurt because of broken relationships. We've been hurt because of dysfunction. Now we move into the future, and now it's a mother and daughter fight. There's rebellion in the household. Children don't want to obey. Look at Satan and look how Satan relish. He's always in the picture, he's always up to something. Notice now that instead of Adam ministering to her, and she's ministering to Adam. Her focus is on the children. What has happened? Everything is out of balance. When you move God out of the picture, everything is out of balance. Everything falls apart. When God is not your number one, everything falls apart. When God is not our everything. Everything. When our peace is not coming from him, when our joy is not coming from him, we find something else to take the place of God. Let's dance. God is calling, but we're not listening. He's calling. Notice now they're fighting, confusion, hurt, pain, woundedness, betrayal, hurt. And St. Noah's going to have somebody on the background. Me That's not his wife. Me now. But because he's trying to fill the void. Because life he's life. trying to cool his own hurt. You can fall for anything. anger Money problems. Everything becomes a problem. Look love has turned into hate look satan in the background orchestrating everything freeze this may not be your story but you got a story this may not be what's happening in your life but something is happening in your life there is destruction that is happening in all of us because Satan's his, his, his vision statement is he comes to kill, steal, and destroy. You could be in church every Sunday and still dying on the inside. Some of our battles are not on the outside. It's on the inside. We have pushed God out. You're right. He's still calling. Haven't given up. In the midst of their rejection of him, in the midst of their mess, God is still calling. You know what? You can never get too bad for God. No matter how messed up you are, God can fix you up. Let's dance. Sometimes, you know where we find God? When we're at rock bottom. How many in the house have found God when you didn't have nowhere else to go? <laughs> when you got sick and tired of being sick and tired and God been there all the time. Somebody don't hear me somebody's eyes is blinded and they really need to see what's happening and they're sitting there not paying attention but I want you to know something God will pull away all your props till you hit rock bottom and he'll step in listen I'm just gonna say this how much pain do you have to go through before God gets your attention This is scary. When God has already done everything to get your attention, you know what he do? He says, go then. He says, go. Sin will keep you longer than you want to stay. It, 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 it take you deeper than you want to go. It will bring you more pain, cost you more pain than you want to pay. I'm not telling you what I heard. I'm telling you what I know. She's praying. She's interceding. Some of us are here because somebody prayed for us. Let me speak to the mothers. Don't quit praying for your child. Don't quit Praying for your child. Let me speak to the fathers in the house. Don't quit praying for your child. Notice that he is now perplexed because she's praying for him. He don't know what to do. Listen, if you ever, ever knew God, if you ever knew God, you just can't get away with doing what you want to do and be comfortable about it. God will trouble you. He'll wake you up in the middle of the night. He'll mess with your, I mean, everything you put your hand on will fall apart. Let's stand. Jesus steps on the scene and notice Satan got a bow. Did you know that Satan got a bow to Jesus? Redeemed, healing is at the cross. The salvation, hold it. can take it to the cross marriages are healed at the cross relationships are restored at the cross you get healed filled and satisfied at the cross notice now the dark wrap is gone now they're covered in the blood is there anybody in the house covered by the blood? And you know that you're covered by the blood? We are in marriages, we are in situations where we are allowing the devil to take control. You know where you need to go? You need to go back to the cross where you first saw the light. Call on the name of Jesus and say, Lord, start with me, heal me fix me, then fix them. Yeah. Intercessions make sometimes you got to stay on your knees. Don't always come when you want it. But when you trust God, even if he don't fix the situation, I declare he'll give you power. He'll give you satisfaction. You can walk with your head up. You would know if I a shadow down. God got you. Wait a minute. There's a missing somebody. There's a daughter that haven't came home yet. Dance. Dance. Sometimes mama and daddy gotta get it right before the child comes home. She comes home. God restores. God repairs. God. Fix the family because he made the family. Our God is a healer. Our God is a restorer. There is no relationship too broken that God can heal. But the healing starts with our relationship with God. See, nobody else can be your God. Nothing else ought to be your God. He's the only God. He can satisfy. He can heal. He restores. He makes you whole. You don't have to have anybody to be whole. As long as you got Jesus, He'll make you whole. God is in the business of bringing back children. God is in the business of fixing broken people. God is in the business. If He can get two people at the cross, God can fix any marriage. But He got to go to the cross. And if the partner's not ready, guess what? God will let you, release you, send you about your business, put it on the other person, and God will make you satisfied on the inside. Oh, yes, he will. Oh, yes, he will. Family is God's design. And whatever the devil stole, God would give it back. Because there's free will, perhaps husband won't come back, perhaps wife won't come back, but God will restore you. Oh, yes, he will. The latter will be better than the farmer yes. when you give it to the Lord. Yes. Something happens, When you give it to Jesus, I declare, when you really come to the cross and give it to the Lord, He'll make everything okay. I'm not saying your situation with you, but but I declare, you get the power to overcome. You become an overcomer. You become more than a conqueror. You begin to walk on the devil's head. Then wait a minute, I'm a child of the King. When you know who you are, when you know who you are, it doesn't matter if folks talk about you. They talked about Jesus. Don't you think they're going to talk about you? But when you know that you know, thank you, that you know. When you know that you know that you know, you got to know for your. God speaking healing to somebody. God speaking healing. There is an anointing in the preach word. There is an anointing at the cross that breaks the yoke of the devil. But you gotta wanna be free. Y'all didn't hear me? You gotta wanna be free. You gotta cry for it, you gotta ask for it, you gotta come to it. Something, you got to grab it for yourself. Don't believe the lie that you got to be a certain way. That the Bible don't say it. It's a lie from the pit of hell. Who told you you was born that way? Wait a minute. Some folks was born Liars. Some folks, folks were born stealers. Some folks were born fornicators. Some folks might have be been born gay, but you don't have to stay in the condition you was born. That's why Jesus died on the cross. The truth of the matter is, we all were born sinners, but I got an antidote, and the antidote is Jesus Christ. He'll make you whole on the inside. Yes, he will. He'll change something on the inside. Yes, he will. He'll make your life a dance. He'll dance with you. He'll dance with you. He'll make life enjoyable. I mean, even though you're going through hell, you can say, I got peace, I got joy, because I know in whom I believe. Yes, Genesis chapter three happened, but but two thousand years ago, a man named Jesus that was born to a virgin, born in a manger. God is his father, wrapped up in manger clothes, lived a perfect life. At the age of thirty-three, he gave his life on Calvary. He died, he died to set you and I free. They put him in a burrow tomb, but three days later, he got up, he got up, he got up without power in his hand because he got up, you can get up, you can get up because the power of the Holy Ghost is here. I don't know where you are today. But nothing you have done is too bad for Jesus. Nowhere you have been is too dirty for Jesus. His blood can clean you up. The Holy Ghost can fix you up. But you got to come. I got preachers that will pray with you that was shared with you about the Lord Jesus Christ, that if you believe in your heart, and you confess with your mouth, and you ask him to come in, he will no wise cast you out. I know you didn't come here for this, but God set you up. He loved you enough to set you up. He loved you enough to get your attention. And today, he wants to save you. Today, he wants to heal you. Today, he wants to love on you. Today, he wants to make you where he has made you to be, that you can begin the journey with the Lord Jesus Christ. The yoke of Satan can be broken today. The burden can be taken off of your back. And when the anointing touches the yoke, The yoke is destroyed. And Jesus says, come unto me, all ye that labor and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. For my yoke is easy, and my burdens are light. He says, learn of me. It's a relationship with God the creator, with the risen Savior, and he did it for you. As the choir comes, as the choir comes, as the choir comes, if you're here today, God is calling you. It's at the cross where he set us free. And he proved that he is who he says he is because he got up with all powers in his hand. The devil is defeated. The devil is defeated. But you need Jesus to defeat him in your own life. Today, as the choir comes, when we stand, if you're here today, come on. Step out. Step out. By faith, God is calling you. Come on. God is calling you. I got preachers that will pray with you, that will talk with you, and show you that our God is real. Bring your family.